Cheers. Hey, we are coming to you live from West Hollywood. It's the Richie Rich and the Westerfer Show. And this is a special yes. one-off podcast. Our we're first movie doing, review. Yes, our first all-spoilers movie yes. review. Batman vs. Superman. Yes. This movie has gotten so much media attention, Twitter, Facebook. And money. And money. <laughs> every, everything. It's been everywhere. People have been talking about it. And of course, since the movie came out... People have been talking non-stop. Some people absolutely love it. Some people absolutely hate it. So we are going to do a review of the film. Again, spoiler alert. This is an all-spoiler movie review. It's meant to be like you and your friend just watch the movie. And you're, and talking, about you're talking about it and everything that happened. So if you haven't seen it, tune out now. Yes. Please come back later when subscribe. you have... Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. And then <laughs> subscribe come back. on iTunes. Come back later and you can you can listen in and then share your thoughts with us as well. So, overall, we're just going to start with kind of our basic thoughts and kind of our rating, like, out of five stars. So, Richie Rich, what are your overall... You kind of just gave me your overall thoughts. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I know it kind of sums yeah, up to a like, lot of thoughts. Meh. You weren't that blown it away just, by like, it. I wasn't. Um, I mean, mind you, I just saw Deadpool, and I mm-hmm. love that movie. Um, that was very, very well made and just funny and just lighthearted and um, didn't overthink itself. Mm-hmm. I felt that's a, that this movie, in some places, overthought itself, and in some places, didn't think enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little opposite there in that I enjoyed Deadpool, but I thought it was very juvenile. Mm-hmm. I thought probably the only thing missing were like fart jokes or whatever. <laughs> and it was just very like frat house humor, a lot of like sex and, you know, masturbation. It was just very juvenile. But yeah, I see what you're saying with maybe a little overhandedness to Batman versus Superman. Overall, what would you give it? Out of, like, how many stars would you give it? Out of five? Um. Like a three and a half. A three and a half? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I'd probably give it like a three and a half. Yeah. Maybe a four. The only reason I would possibly give it a four is because I felt like it was very well intertwined with the last movie. In fact, I can't think of any other movie franchise, mm-hmm. whether it's superhero or otherwise, where you basically have a follow-up film that really wasn't a sequel. This was a Batman movie. Yeah, true. Even Batman had the top billing. And that's a really interesting take on movie storytelling to Mm -hmm. me, and I really thought that was... Just the concept alone was cool. Whether they pull that off or not, we'll kind of get into that. As we get into our overview a little later, I wanted to just go over each character before we actually got into... Not scene by scene, but a little overview of the movie from start to finish. Just what we liked, what we didn't like. I thought we'd at least stop and talk about the characters yes. for a second. It is a Batman movie. Did you, yes. And you're a Batman guy. I love Batman. I'm not a Superman guy. Yeah. At all. I'm, I, don't, I don't know why. Okay. But, but did you like Ben Affleck as... I did. I thought he did a great, I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought he was the best part of the film, actually. Yeah. He was great. 
as Batman. He played very, very well. Um, I also think that he played a very, very good Bruce Wayne, which sounds weird to some people that may be listening. No, but I think there that's are a two very, separate very, characters. Yeah, I think yeah. that that's a very, very important part of playing Batman, mm-hmm. is playing a very, very good Bruce Wayne. Um, my favorite is still Michael Keaton. I think he played the yeah, shit out of that great. part. Just, yeah. Like, he's born for that. But, um, no, yeah, Ben Affleck, it surprised me because I didn't think he was going to do that well. I would say Batman. out of all the Batmans, even though, I mean, Michael Keaton, I it's still, you know, I have a place in my heart, of yes. course, for not only Michael Keaton, but for the uh, old school Batman, the, yes. the original... Adam West. Adam West. Who <laughs> I did have the opportunity to meet once. Really? Yes, when I was working at AOL, we were doing a chat with him, and I got a chance to meet him. And he was fucking hilarious. I mean, just, you know. He seems like it. He's Yeah. Self, like, <laughs> self-deprecating, yes. and just really fun. And so, a place in my heart for him. I don't know that he's my favorite Batman or Bruce Wayne, but it, that... I don't think you can even compare it to anything else. Yeah. It's its own... Oh, yeah, that's... It's just its own thing. Yes. But I actually think I like Ben Affleck probably the most after Michael Keaton. As a, as a very close no, second, actually. No, yeah, I actually agree, yeah. I mean, I have to give Michael Keaton props. He invented the Batman voice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he really did. <laughs> he, he was the one that invented... Bruce Wayne and Batman having two completely different voices. It was, I'm Bruce Wayne, I'm Batman. Like, <laughs> that, and that's continued over in every single... It has, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the animated series as it follows. Yeah. I don't remember the animated series having two different voices that much of a no, contrast. No, they weren't that, just, yeah. But there was definitely that grovelly Batman. Since then. Yeah, yeah ever since, since then, then, like... Sure. Yeah, because the Batman came that. out after that. Yeah. We had that, yeah. I, I agree. I, I really liked his take on it. I liked in this one they made it a voice modulator. Yeah. So it was, you know, a little more updated. I really liked him. I would definitely give him a close second. And then, yeah. of course, his second, his right-hand man, his second-in-command, if you will, Alfred. Yes. Fucking Jeremy Irons playing Alfred. Like, yes. Come on. Clearly they could have gotten anyone they wanted anyone they for wanted. this movie. Because <laughs> Jeremy Irons is a Academy Award yep. winning actor who's playing someone's goddamn butler. <laughs> and he was good. I don't know that they gave him a ton of stuff to do. Yeah. Which I feel like... He was, worked with it, though. I feel like it was one of the complaints with this movie was there were so many characters that not all of them got to do it's something got to be iconic. overload at one point. It, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do... Not the hop ahead. We'll get to that. No, I, then I do see where that complaint is out there. There are a lot of characters. And if they'd been maybe a little smarter they could at least given them one iconic line or mm-hmm. one kind of whatever but he did obviously did a great job as alfred you know you couldn't ask for anything better than that we obviously have the kind of second um titled character superman himself or uh mm. Cavill, who mm-hmm. some people think is kind of boring as superman he's just kind of there to me yeah but so is superman to me and i don't know why i can't i no, I do know why. I, 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 I like, I've always liked Batman because he was just a very troubled, super rich guy with a bunch of gadgets that mm-hmm. relied on his own gadget instinct and will to kind of 
be this vigilante and superhero. Um, and I never have ever really connected with Superman. Did you like Christopher Reeves as Superman in the original like 80s? No, I've never been a never Superman a fan. It's never connected to me. Because I feel for like a lot of Superman fans, mm-hmm. the reason they like those films is because, imagine if you will, <laughs> you are basically the strongest person in the fucking universe. Yes. And you've known this since you were about mm-hmm. three years old. Wouldn't you kind of have to have a really mild mannered oh, sense of like almost dorky humor absolutely. to be able to even fucking yeah. psychologically deal with yes. how much power you have? Mm-hmm. And the way it was kind of played off in those movies was like, yeah, I'm Superman. You know what I mean? It was very much like, hello, yes. I'm, I'm the Boy Scout, I'm Superman. And I feel like for a lot of fans, that's always been the premise of the book, is he can do anything he wants. Yeah. It's his choices yes. that make the difference. Mm-hmm. So in this movie, I felt he made some better choices than he made in Man of Steel. A lot of fans, again, were upset in Man of Steel when he killed Zod at the end. Although, if they're true comic book geeks, they know Superman has killed someone before. Yeah. And it was something that he kind of dealt with and had to go through all that. So the fact that they brought that up in the movie didn't bother me, but for a lot of Superman fans... Because that's always been a big thing of his. It's not killing. Blah, blah. Yeah. He made some better choices in this movie, but he also made some weird choices in this movie. Clearly being a pawn of Lex, he kind of allowed himself at some one point to you know be emotionally drawn in. And it's an interesting take on Superman because he's we're used to Superman making all of the right choices. Yes. And the Superman that we're getting in these two movies feels like he's making the right choices yes, but his right really is right for everyone <laughs> no like maybe it's right for him but yeah, yeah it's definitely but... not right for everyone although it's definitely right for lois who is the next character that i have God. it's you right for her because she, she has to do is sneeze right and he shows up with a fucking kleenex god i can't i this i yeah. this no <laughs> This movie could have dealt without Lois Lane at all. She's just I falling like off the shit. Her, and I, I like Amy Adams as a character. Yeah. I feel like, and there is a contingent of fans that wants Wonder Woman and Superman to be together, mm. which is, which did happen recently. Which is actually new, on your coffee table right now. It is. It's on the coffee table right now. <laughs> like embracing in Superman and Wonder Woman, the new 52. There's a power couple series that they did together. And some fans really want that. I like the character of Lois Lane. I think she's smart. I think she's daring. Mm-hmm. I think she's important to the Superman mythos. It would kind of be cool if she were just a supporting yeah. character and not his love interest. Because mm-hmm. he was saving her all the fucking time. Which is just falling off his shit. And then with yeah, goddamn spear. And, kind of getting boring. and, and I, by the way, yeah. I actually like this movie more, way more than I thought I would. Yeah. So I wasn't meh about it at all. In fact, I actually really enjoyed it. But the one character I did not think I would like was Lex Luthor. Because when I saw yes. the preview, I thought, oh, fuck. <laughs> I what don't really like Jesse Eisenberg as an actor so much. No. I'm not a big fan. Just because he seems to kind of always play this weird, neurotic, mm. dorky, I don't know. He held his own. I actually thought he really did. I thought he held his own, yes. He absolutely. gave a character that, because again into the Superman comic book fandom, you know that Lex Luthor is incredibly 
narcissistic, powerful, confident. Yes. Although his confidence is all bravado because he's, you know, his only real issue with Superman is that he, Superman's so powerful he makes Lex Luthor feel weak. Exactly. But in this particular version, he plays him very clearly as someone who is intimidated, scared of Superman, yeah. someone who doesn't like Superman. It's all showing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that. I yeah. thought it was an interesting way to do it's it. softer side of Lex Luthor. I heard, <laughs> and I don't know if this is true, but I heard that initially, because there is a very flat, quick flash of Jimmy Olsen, mm-hmm. he is the camera guy in the very, very beginning of the film, and we'll get oh. to this in the overview. Yeah. He never says his name, but he gets shot right at the beginning. Gotcha. That was obvious, obvious foreshadowing. Mm. But initially, they had wanted that to be kind of a name person, mm-hmm. so that when everyone saw them on screen and recognized them, they're like, oh, well, Jimmy Olsen's going to be a part of this. Bang! Oh my uh, God, Jimmy Olsen's dead. And he wanted it to be Jesse Eisenberg. But when he really? met with him, because apparently Jesse is very tickish and does actually talk in this way, and uh. this is the way he really delivers his own mm-hmm. line, like his own, you know, when he, his speech patterns kind of match up to Lex's. Yeah. He was like, oh my God, what if we had this guy as Lex? Wow. Like, that's what I've heard. Is that I that, believe it. <laughs> that one little meeting turned into like, okay, so he, when he's acting, he's turning up his own attributes that mm-hmm. he has. And he's pretty much kind of that, that's kind of like that Michael... Sierra kind yeah. of vibe or someone who's kind of playing a riff on themselves mm-hmm. or seems to be playing a riff on themselves anyways. So that's how I heard that he got the, the role of Lex Luthor. There are some other characters that are thrown in. Doomsday, there's a Holly Hunter plays a senator. Uh, Aquaman makes an appearance. Flash makes an appearance. God, there are a lot of other Everyone things. in the so many characters. DC universe makes a goddamn appearance. In I really film. did like Holly Hunter though. I thought she did a great oh, yeah. job. But of course, I'm saving the best for last. Dun, 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 dun. Wonder Woman. Woman. Who I had heard. God, I'm talking so much. I'm fucking geeking out on this podcast. But I'm loving this. This is kind of amazing, actually. But I heard people criticize the film saying, oh, she shows up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. She's barely in the film. Blah, blah, blah. And I didn't think that was true at all. She showed up pretty much within the first 20 minutes not as one of them but as diana prince yeah she was a figure throughout the film yeah she was part of discovering what lex was up to yeah she definitely was here and there and then she also and you know coming to the big battle you saw her witnessing these news reports yeah you saw her it was a good build-up yeah, yeah, I, I, I absolutely thought it was, thought it was very a clear was like, who she was. She wasn't there the entire movie, and all of a sudden, the last half hour, she pops about a no, nowhere. No, not at all. I think it was a good buildup. Um, so I, I like that. I yeah, like that. That's very well. I liked out. getting to know her first as her true character. Yeah, I thought because that was... she's never anything but Wonder Woman. Even exactly. when she's Diana Prince, she's still fucking Wonder Woman. Exactly. I mean, she even said, "You've never met a woman like me." Yeah, and I that's think because she's always Wonder Woman. I thought it was a great build up, and I think dresses. that I mean she's getting her own movie next year, so I think that it was a great build up and mm-hmm. set up for her to have her own platform. 
instead of just being like, bam, I'm here. Right. Because uh, some people don't know who Wonder Woman is and doesn't know the backstory and even what her real name is, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, they uh, only called out to her as Miss Prince. They didn't fully mm-hmm. introduce her or... Which I liked because yeah. it was... It was a good tease. It was a good little tease and you know who she yeah. is. And I, I really liked the interpretation of Wonder Woman. I loved the accent. I loved that she yes. didn't try to be a you know American English mm. whatever. Loved the accent. I kind of wish, and I, I don't want to turn this into a body thing, but you know Ben Affleck pumped it up for this movie. Yeah. You know Henry Cavill pumped up for this movie. Yep. In those dresses, she looked. Very slight. That's I've heard that a lot. I've heard and I, that, and I don't. I'm not trying to shame anyone for being too thin or whatever. But yeah, but as the Amazon, she would have a little be, more. At least her arms and her shoulders, I wish yes, were a little me, more muscular. Exactly, I definitely agree I with have that. No disagreements are, I think about she, her size. She did a great or, job. Oh, her acting was great. The shit out of it, but she brought I everything agree. she could I to the role. As an Amazon physically, you needed to be a little. Given that the guys did it. Yeah. Wonder Woman is all about equality and feminism. Exactly. And I would have (laughs) loved to have seen just a little more more definition, at least in her shoulders and arms, where you were like, okay, Okay, yeah, she looks great in that dress. That's an Amazon. But those arms are giving something away. Yeah. Because Ben Affleck looked... Amazing. Daddy... And I don't, I'm not even a Ben Affleck fan. And I was like, oh, goodness, okay, hi, how are you? Honestly, it kind of made me a Ben Affleck fan. I'm yeah, not a huge follower of his. Me either, but it was... This was good for yeah, him. Yeah, that was I, very, very good. Mm. So we're going to get into a brief overview. I took some notes. I know you have some notes as yes. well. I just want to go through the film kind of from beginning to end because yeah. I actually felt like, again, it was really interesting how they made this a Batman film that was a follow-up to a Superman film. It's a very Batman-leaning film, and I liked how he was the star. I liked how they did the flashback to the end of the last film. Yeah. That's how it started. You caught up with him as the Wayne Foundation is being destroyed, Mm -hmm. which, again, if you're not a super comic book geek, you don't know the Wayne Foundation isn't his profit business the Wayne Foundation helps placement with orphans like yeah. him it helps you know all of these like hospitals and charities and all this stuff and so to have this building and everyone that works for this charity die is this huge impact on the character and kind of blinds him a little yeah. bit in his actions Absolutely. and his thoughts which is understandable and there's even a character who Loses his legs because the building falls on him, and he's trying to like. Shit gets real, guys. Shit gets real. And he shit saves this little real. girl. I actually thought because people said it was so dark when he saves that little girl in mm-hmm. the very beginning. I thought she was gonna point to her, like when she pointed to her mom. Oh yeah. They just show the building like smoking. I actually thought they were gonna see a dead body. I thought so too. But they did keep it PG thirteen. Yes, they did. That was interesting. Within a for as dark as it yeah, was. Oddly enough. 
So then immediately after that, we kind of flash forward to um, present time and these rocks are being found under the ocean and you don't really know what they are, but they're glowing green. So of you course, know you know, they're pretty, uh, <laughs> and then we kind of flash to Lois Lane on an assignment that goes wrong. We have the brief moment of Lois Jimmy Olsen. Who doesn't even say he's Jimmy Olsen getting but shot? Jimmy Olsen has a fucking camera. Because he has a camera, <laughs> exactly. So did you? You caught that, right? Yeah. Okay. And then one of the things you were complaining about is that Lois just gets captured and then. Oh my god, she! It reminded me of the original Batman film with Michael Keaton and Kim Basinger, Singer, Singer. How the fuck you say her last name? Because <laughs> no one seems to be able to have a correct answer for that. I, didn't, I remember as a child being like, why is this woman falling off the shit and just screaming all the time? Yeah. It took me right back to that. She just falls off the shit all the time. And, yeah, until I'm distressed. Definitely. And bring that fucking spear around with her. I'm just, I was so over her. I was like, why is she here? They couldn't have done anything else with this movie with her character besides this. It just seemed very just... But it does set up the whole film. And in some ways, Lois is also Superman's kryptonite. Yeah. He is always going to be there to save her. And this whole incident that happens as he's saving her, this whole kind of deception happens where the mercenaries who are there kill all of his government, you know people who are protecting this guy and the uh the u.s government then blames superman for the incident because their agents died plus because the the leader of this whatever fucking tribe or whatever it wasn't even clear what it wasn't some African tribe or some shit. I don't know. He <laughs> his men died, so then they start attacking the villages around them for some reason. There were some random moments in this film that just kind of happened for God knows what reason. They just take it out on the nearby villages yes. because they're <laughs> they pissed can off. and yeah, that's they're it. they're pissed off. And so the U.S. government is like, well, that's obviously Superman's fault, <laughs> and because they need to blame someone. And Batman is also holding Superman responsible not only for his uh, Wayne Foundation, but once they you know bring up this incident, yeah. everyone starts to turn on Superman. And what I did actually like about the film was that Superman, as a secondary character, you aren't getting a lot of insight into him, and you start to separate from him a little bit. Yeah, you, you do. start Absolutely. to actually begin to see where people are like, yeah, oh, fuck yeah, Superman. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, this douche. Meanwhile, <laughs> Batman is having these nightmares of this futuristic battle where he's fighting these kind of like bug creatures mm-hmm. and like you remember that dream sequence so this is a big tell and, and some big foreshadowing in, yes. into what's happening here where they're going to bring in dark side who is a huge character in the dc universe and he might be part of the first Justice League, or... I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I have no idea what building up to it. I have heard nothing about the actual Justice League film. I just know that it's definitely coming, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, and during this nightmare of this battle that he's having, there's also a flash for a second where he's in his Batcave, and someone's like, Lois Lane is the key to Superman. Yeah. Wait, am I too early? That's supposedly the Flash. 
Because really? Flash can time travel because he can... Oh, that makes sense, yeah. so fucking fast. There's this whole... There's a lot with the Flash that I could geek out on and get okay. into, but basically... I know nothing about the Flash, actually. Basically, the, the nothing. Flash can break barriers of time. Okay. So, anyway, that's also foreshadowing probably as to how Superman will eventually come back. That makes sense, yeah. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor wants to weaponize this kryptonite because they have found in the samples that it can cut uh, General Zod, whose yeah. body they still have, and they're experimenting on, and they're doing all this stuff, and Lex is like, I really want to experiment on General Zod, and I want to mm-hmm. use his kryptonite uh, as a weapon against Superman, and... Um, Holly Hunter, Senator, whatever, is like, fuck you, no, you're a weird creepo. <laughs> and that kind of sets this weird plan into action where Lex really starts using the pawns that he has yeah. in, into light, where this victim who lost his legs starts to gain kind of some momentum with the press and is uh, testifying before Congress and... They want Superman to basically uh, answer to for these these you know incidents that have yes. happened where these people have died again with that very in the very beginning of the movie where he he saved Lois and that leads Superman to actually and he comes down very godlike you know he does his, his which feet I are think together was and needed to happen just arms so we can all side and. Yeah. The sun is behind him and glowing in the cape as He's you know shows him as this all powerful being who comes down and no sooner does he come down <laughs> to tell his side of the story to the government when the wheelchair that the guy who lost his legs and is campaigning against Superman fucking blows up and kills yeah. everyone. Well, except Superman. Again, everyone, shit gets real. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one of those points where you're like, ah, Superman's cape isn't even singed. And I know it's one of those things where you're just supposed to suspend disbelief. His hair isn't even fucking messed up. Well, you've seen my notes. His like, costume isn't I messed up at all. I movie apart. So. I know it's a fucking comic book and all that stuff, yeah. but... Not even his cape on fire or something. I will say this. There's a story behind that. And I know this. Because oh, because of the material it's made out of some shit? Yeah. Um, I'm, oddly enough, not a Superman fan, but I've become a Supergirl oh, fan okay. because of this TV series. Yeah. Which I, I before this series even happened, I knew nothing about Supergirl. Um, but I was intrigued because it was they actually have Dean Kane and the original Supergirl can what the hell the actress's name is um, as Supergirl's parents on the show oh that's which awesome which I thought was awesome I haven't seen it just because yeah, it's, it exists in this it's other reality it's really cheesy yeah. at first however I will say this they, it's fun it's fun and I'm never bored with it and then they bring in some really big plot twist and people you think maybe villains become heroes and they bring in other mm. And they become people from other comics that you didn't expect them to be. Yeah. And I'm not going to sidetrack too much about this, but um, in the first couple episodes when she's 
becoming Supergirl and actually being like, I can use my powers, you know, to help people. Um, she goes through various outfits like most comic book heroes do right. these days. Which but blow um, up, catch on fire. Yeah, but actually she stopped a plane from exploding, but she was going so fast that her cape burned. And you never see Superman in this series. He's appeared maybe, I think, think two or three times, and mm. it's when she's been knocked out in a haze, and you never mm. leave. He's CGI, you never really see who yeah. he is or whatever. But um, Jimmy Olsen, who's played by um, McCott Brooks from True Blood. Yeah, hot. Hot, gorgeous, yeah. my God. Ugh. Yeah. Um, he is in direct contact with Superman because right. the whole backstory. Yeah. But he brings her a cape and says, hey, um, here's your cape. Your cousin says that this is flame retardant or uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Like, this and as a comic book geek, I should know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But I would still think mm-hmm. like, why doesn't everyone just wear these bulletproof, fireproof, right, explosive exactly. proof Because you're in a comic book world capes. and you have all these other things accessible I mean, to you. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, come on. Yeah, so there's a backstory about that, apparently. Yeah. I don't know if that's no, made up or if that's I get that. that. He gets shot a million times. He never has a bullet hole in his costume. Yeah. Fine. I would just like to see Henry Cavill completely naked and maybe, like, his hair on fire or something, like, after this explosion. I wouldn't mind that at all. This yeah. yeah. Where, where someone has to, like, pat down his pubes because they're on fire. Me. <laughs> A tall black man would be doing that. So, as we've basically... Just masturbated to Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, continuing our overview of the movie, <laughs> as we pause to wipe some things up, uh, we, we learn that this is all on a plot of Lex Luthor, which is something that Wonder Woman is uncovering. Not only is she trying to re- retrieve this photo of, that belongs to her, but... She's uncovering this mystery of what Lex Luthor is up to, mm-hmm. which again, why does every bad guy have all his bad plans on a network that people can just download at a party? But whatever. My question fucking... is why? Who LexCore just decided to make icons for every yeah. single Justice, <laughs> well, Justice League you know, member? You Not gotta do like something. a name, but an actual fucking yeah. icon. I'm like, really? As Aquaman is like a, a symbol of water, Flash is a, 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 like a lightning ball, Wonder Woman was a W. Before I hop into that, are we going to talk about Aquaman's um, appearance when he. Oh sure. Well, um, that because that, that happens awkward along fuck. the way. He's just yeah. he just appeared. It was awkward and, and it was just a on care like it was through it was an email so weird to me. where they are in the sea and they see him and he walking out of the ocean awkwardly and <laughs> yeah no he wasn't walking out of the ocean. or um <clears throat> he destroys that camera and that's yeah out. that's right. He's, he's moving very oddly, and it was, it was, I don't know. I, I feel like they wanted to plant those elements, and I'm not, you know, sure that that was the best way to do it, but they had to at least show you other people like this yeah. exist. And I do like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The hottest Aquaman I've ever seen. Mm. What's funny, though, about Aquaman, if I may geek out again. Yes, please do, because I'm a hard sell on Aquaman. (laughs) Well, Aquaman has, like, 
super strength. He can survive off of out of water, and and he also is able to communicate with sea life. Yeah. So he's really handy if you happen to be over, you know, what is it, eighty three percent of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting is the typical Aquaman from the original way back in the day was a blonde haired blue eyed Mm -hmm. white guy and interestingly none of the other inhabitants of Atlantis had these features he is the result of his father who's from Atlantis and his mother who is a land dweller oh and therefore he has these light skin light eyes light hair and everyone is like ill and they're very prejudiced against him. Really? Which, obviously by today's standards, you'd be like, oh yeah, the white guy with blonde, blonde hair and blue hair. eyes. But what's subversive about it is this was way back in the yeah. 50s, 60s, 70s, where the majority of your audience, not only was a white audience who read these comic books, but the only way to get something like that across very subversively is to simply make it about the audience. Imagine reading a comic book where someone who looks like you is is an outsider, is an outcast. It's kind of like the X-Men and all all of those things. Yeah. I still like Jason, you know, I like their casting, but just a little side note about Mm -hmm. that particular character and why he's always been white with like blonde hair. Are you guys all shocked? Because I am. I had no idea about this. No idea. No, I liked the casting. I thought it was cool. I I didn't quite get why he was like really angry with cameras or why he would be dumb enough to be caught on Uh, camera. Yeah, there's a lot of lazy writing and a lot of just things thrown in there. But uh, mm, also, it's kind of like, well, it's it works. Yeah, it's just yeah, it was lazy, but it works. Yes. So again, ultimately we learn all of this has just been such by the a way plot. side note i'm if you guys are here it's kind of adorable seeing westifer rich just geek out about the entire i know <laughs> i'm out of movie right now, now. I'm, I'm loving this i'm totally out of control i'm just kind of sitting back and even though it wasn't my favorite it. i did like it's it. it's very cute <laughs> but continue <laughs> so again back to our kind of overview as we're moving along with the plot. All of this has been set up by Alex. He is a master kind of chess player, putting all these pawns against each other. And he essentially, his motivation is to kill God. That is yes his complex. Because there is this being who is all-powerful, he has he, to fucking yes. bring him down. Like, that is just... Yep. No questions about it. He pits Batman versus Superman because he knows Batman will be sensitive to this, given that the Wayne Foundation obviously was destroyed, which which does, in some ways, you know, give a little nod to the original movie when people are like, oh, this huge fight, mm-hmm. all these people died, and these buildings were just falling down, and no one cares. It, it does follow that up and give yeah. it a little... Um, more meaning but so he kid, so of course Lex of course fucking kidnaps Lois Lane but he also kidnaps Superman's mom who's falling off of something mom. god yeah. knows what now <laughs> who, who, he pushes her 
She didn't fall. Sorry, she was pushed. Fucking pushed her off a building. She wanted to fall. You know she did. Yeah. She was like, oh, ready? She's like, you ready know, now? I'm going to be saved. Wait. Just, yeah. I'm just going to get this shit so over So, of course, with. Superman saves her ass. And he's like, well, I'm going to try to talk to Batman and get him on my side. Except Batman's like, I'm not listening to you, fool. I'm going <laughs> to kill you. Which, again, is maybe a little lazy, but yeah. also kind of like, okay, that Makes happens, enough sense, given know. the thought process of Batman. He's trying, but it doesn't work. And there's a brief battle. Obviously, Batman realizes that he's been played, he's a, a pawn in all of this, and he's just using this, really, even as a distraction to create his own super being, because the Lex can't be this all-powerful yep. being he's going to create. The most all-powerful yes. being. In cartoon-like fashion, this being <laughs> bursts out of this embryonic state, comes to life, and is ready to fight and destroy yes. Superman. Which is another plot point where I could see where people are like, wow, that was really convenient. Extremely convenient. But again... It's a movie based on a fucking comic book. And True. It, it was almost like, I almost felt like that was a nod to kind of the animation lineage. Mm-hmm. Of, it really did feel cartoonish. Yeah, like, it did. Like a, a, a plot of, yeah, like a plot of an animated movie. So maybe that was intentional. Maybe they thought it was genius. I don't know. I will say this. Um, side note about that. Apparently, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard this. Um, the person that did the storyboarding for this movie actually did the storyboarding for Batman the Animated Series. Oh, interesting. Which I, I can that. kind of see in, like, when Batman throws a grappling hook mm-hmm. on that thing, it looked very. There are certain very cartoonish yeah. things about this movie. Yeah, there were. There were definitely. Like very. Sh- specific shots that looked very cartoonish. You mm-hmm. could see it being very animated. Mm-hmm. And that made more sense to me after the fact, after I watched the movie, knowing that. Yeah. So, Doomsday comes to life, which, honestly, if you have to have a line like, Superman, it's your <laughs> Doomsday, again, I felt Jesse Eisenberg did a really good job yeah. of yeah. presenting... This kind of absurd, whatever. So Superman obviously fights Doomsday. If you know, again, anything about the comic books, Superman did die in the comic books after fighting and defeating Doomsday. Yes. So that's all. We kind of all... clearly was not going to stay dead because there's a Justice League movie coming on. And you can't have a Justice League without Superman, but... During this battle, Wonder Woman... The one thing I love about Wonder Woman in this battle is, like, every time she gets the shit knocked out of her, and then every yeah, time she, she gets knocked down, she kind of, like, turns her head and has, like, a flash in her eyes and then a little smile on her face, like, oh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, get ready for Give it. it. Yeah. Now, let's go, bitch. Let's go. Like, she is almost turned on by this battle, which I fucking love. She but, likes it rough. Of course, during the battle, stupid fucking Lois has to fall in this pool and almost drowned. Always fucking falling. (laughs) Superman hears her and saves her ass and then finds this weapon, which he uses to kill Doomsday, but he is then killed 
in the process. And we we saw him earlier get hit by a nuclear bomb, which I don't want to get into all of that. But we also saw him earlier again. <laughs> a lot. Again, foreshadowing where it turns and he's exposed to the sun and he heals and he comes back to life. So that's kind of foreshadowing as we see at the end of this funeral where even after the dirt has been laid on his casket, it starts to, to rise. rise because that's what happens in Superman, which actually, it, again, if you're a Superman comic book geek, the, weird, the kind of cheat with Superman dying was that he basically re like slowly healed and just yeah. came back to life exactly so he never actually fucking died, died. so it was all kind of a cheat to begin with yes. and all kind of a and if you actually believe he died get fucking real come on i mean even i i, I even i know that no no if there's a justice league movie coming on you know no. that and that could be, be the alive. thread of the justice league movie is when superman comes back i have a feeling he might come back at the end yeah. To save everybody. Which would be very, very good writing. Which would be cool. If they although did that. Wonder Woman really is as powerful as Superman. Exactly. She can also fly. She doesn't have laser eyes, but I always have had a problem with the Superman Wonder Woman equation because out of all of the DC characters, the only person who has ever kicked Superman's ass is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And given that they are at least equals, especially now with mm-hmm. the with the new fifty two and all the stuff, she's a, she's actually a the daughter of Zeus and she's a god and you know she has all these fucking powers. The 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 fact that you would need Superman in that equation, I was like, well, you already have, <laughs> you already have a superwoman, yeah, you, you, you already have Wonder Woman, but. He also provides kind of this moral compass and brings everyone together and whatever, which is an interesting thing with this series because, again, we have kind of seen him make questionable choices. Yeah. But overall, I didn't go into the movie expecting much. I had heard so many negative things about it. And then... There were a lot. (laughs) There were. And yeah, of course, you can dissect read yes. any movie if you especially if you watch it and know I mean some movies no like you know Heathers or <laughs> you know, Citizen Kane or not to compare Heathers and Citizen Kane but Heathers is my favorite movie Clueless and, yeah there are those are flaw free clearly yeah completely flaw free but there are clearly some movies where yeah you watch them and you're like oh yeah. god but it worked for me and I, I liked it. it I liked the storytelling. It was entertaining. It was fun. I think it was a little long. Things yeah, could have been cut really out. Long. Absolutely. But um, it was entertaining. I was a little meh about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that also came in with all the hype. And this thing has been in the works for, I think, 11 yeah. years. Some, something <laughs> Literally. Like, and I'm not joking around. I think 2001 was the first draft of the script or something like that. So. Yeah. It's just... Well, that's what's interesting, too, is given that. So if, so if you know anything about how movies are made, especially yes. with these big studios, yes, one of the things that I always like to do is watch the behind the scenes and how things are put together. Mm. And one that I just watched recently was uh, Lilo and Stitch. 
I love that movie, first of all. I forgot all about the movie, yes, I love that movie it's too. It's all done by watercolor. Mm-hmm. The artist had to learn how to draw yeah. in watercolor. But the actual movie itself, the plot, the characters, everything that happens, that whole story was in development for years. Yeah. Initially, it was just some kind of alien lands in the forest and discovers he's an alien on Earth and how different mm-hmm. things are. But then they were like, well, the animal world is kind of alien to us anyway. So, so you got to put this. him with let's humans. Tweak that. And then, the, I mean, think like, imagine you have an idea for a story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you are concrete and from it from beginning to end, and you have the story that you tell. And then someone's like, yeah, but we love everything except there should also be humans and there should also be Elvis numbers and there should, you know what I mean? Like yeah. through three years of development yeah. where that original story, it can't be anything oh, like yeah. what it started as. Absolutely. So for me to, to know how long something like this has been in development, how many changes it had to have been through, how many edits... How many meetings, how many... The fact that it's coherent enough... Yeah. Where it really ties into the Man of Steel. It clearly sets up Wonder Woman and Justice League and probably another Batman and Superman movie. It could set up any of that. The fact that it was that that coherent, I, I think, is a testament to at least some amount of fandom. Mm hmm and that's what I really care about when I see a movie is someone like Quentin Tarantino. Yes, his movies are outlandish yes. and ridiculous and over the top and whatever. I but he him. fucking loves movies and he, he does. loves music yes. and he loves like he loves it all. To, and he makes to it see work a film, seamlessly. yeah, to see a film where you know that everyone was involved is a fan of the genre. Yeah, and and just work to create something like I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, yes, it could have been another. It could have been another level. You know, yes. you could take it next level. There are in I particular would just another half level, not even a whole. Other yeah, level. I mean, there just are like half a step. In particular, there are certain Marvel <clears throat> movies, and not to pit DC versus Marvel, which I know yeah. everyone does. Uh, I don't want to do I'm it, but sick, well, I do because <laughs> some Marvel movies suck. <clears throat> yeah. But one of the Marvel movies that is, as far as I'm concerned, perfect from beginning to end is the original Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Flawless. The performance is amazing. The cast, the story, it's the action, plot, it's comedy, everything works everything. seamlessly. You, beginning and you're never bored. You, there's no moment Every of disbelief. Every character is amazing. There is no <laughs> moment where you're like, oh come on, like there's, no, it, it's real. Yeah, it is fucking real. It's great. It's so well done. Yes. So there are definitely movies where, I think they've set the bar. Yes. Even sequels of Iron Man haven't reached that yeah, level. Yeah, no, not at all. You know, so obviously it's it's possible to do a movie like that uh, with a huge studio and and billions yeah. of dollars, you know, multi millions of dollars going into it. I I could see where it, it's hard to, to yeah get an end product that is exactly what mm-hmm. was visualized from the beginning. Yeah. But I liked it <clears throat> overall. 
Oh, I mean, it, it was a decent movie. I, I was entertained. The hype was a little much for me. A little but, much. Um, but I feel like this is going to bring us into a year of Wonder Woman. Because I hope so. 2017 like so is the Wonder Woman movie. movie. The first yes. teaser trailer is yeah. out now. Which I think it's about time. Yes. Fuck yes. It really is. For, this... for the first female And this better not movie. fucking suck because I was looking forward to Catwoman because it's my favorite mm. female no, anti-hero, I guess. Good. And then yeah. Halle Berry. This, and that whole situation just fucks everything up. And it wasn't even really Catwoman. No. It was just not even related to the whole Batman. Yeah. It was just weird. But so I'm hoping, I try to forget I'm, about that, actually. I try to block huh? it out. I try to block it out. It's just so stupid. But <laughs> so, so I'm hoping now, hopefully Wonder yeah. Woman just I mean, Electra, knocks it out of the ballpark. Electra was, was terrible as well. Yeah, so. I'm just really hoping that we get, get like one female. I feel like what I've seen so far is some really epic, sweeping... Um, Scenes. They're definitely going for a big movie. Good. It's going to take place, from what I understand, in present time. Okay. And in World War One. Oh, okay. So, which is where, well, it actually isn't where Wonder Woman originates from. She originates from World War Two, but I feel like they did that to separate it from Captain America, who also originated in World War Two. Oh God! Don't like me so, <laughs> so they're putting her a little further back, nineteen eighteen. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then I think they're gonna split. The time between the two movies. And she even mentioned that in this film. Okay, good. Was, it's been since 1980. It's been a, she said it's been a hundred years. Good. So this movie was essentially her... A nice little Easter egg. Re-coming out. Yeah. Of, alright, well it's been a hundred years. Good. I've come back to the world of man. So I feel like that sets everything up. And... All I gotta say is I hope that Suicide Squad's amazing. <laughs> I've heard they've done millions of dollars of reshoots on Suicide Squad. Oh, God damn it. Please don't. I, I, I hope To make it funnier. Oh, okay. I can... Well, apparently the... I, I, besides... Apparently the movie was very dark, okay. and they did it... Seemed it seemed very dark from the yes. beginning. And, again, if you don't know how... God, this episode's gone so long, I thought it was going to be half an hour, and I've been geeking <laughs> out for, like, 50 minutes. It's so cute, though. <laughs> so, getting off topic on the Suicide Squad, apparently it's very dark... And as you know, in Hollywood, if you're in the know, when they do trailers, yes. no one really connected to the movie no. is involved in the trailers. The, they they provide certain clips that they're willing to allow being mm-hmm. seen to a separate third-party company who then puts together a trailer. So apparently, the clips that they they gave them were all a little lighthearted, and they put the whole thing to the Bohemian Rhapsody, and yeah. they made it a very dark comedy appearing film, and it went over so well with test audiences who saw the trailer. They wanted to add more humor to the film because apparently all the jokes <sighs> were in the trailer, <laughs> so they had nothing oh, else. Shit. So they're re-filming shit to Why make though? it, to pack in I'm sure Deadpool more. didn't help us at all. No, was, I'm sure another <laughs> Being factor. It's super high, yeah. That was another factor, I'm sure. Which, I, you mm. know, I, I get as an artist, as a creator, I'm sure you would want to edit and change and perfect something yeah. until the moment that it's released. Yes. 
But, but what I also feel like is if you have a clear vision of what you want, yes. that should. It's also a lot of Hollywood people pleasing bullshit. <laughs> people just second guess it's, and question and yeah, change so all much. The time. Yeah. I'm just, I hope they don't fuck up Harley Quinn. I love her. Besides Catwoman, that's my next favorite person <laughs> in the. I love Harley. Yeah. Love From it. the trailer, she looks pretty on point. Yeah, no, she looks. Yeah, from what I've seen, I've yeah. seen even like little like teaser things, and it's been great. So I'm hoping it's we'll great. See. But so that's the next one we're gonna watch. And I hope she says "puddin." Yeah, just twice in the movie because I love that. And then <laughs> after that, it's all about Wonder Woman. Yes. So. In the end, I would love to hear your thoughts on the movie. Love it, hate it, somewhere in the middle. I do feel like our culture really is so divided where you either have to love something a thousand yeah, percent no, or it, hate there's something. There's no gray area. You can't just like I something. I feel you like can't you can be like, have yeah, fun I like this, movie. I like that. No, oh, this is horrible or yeah. this is amazing. You know what And I if you did, don't think something's amazing, then yeah. you're a hater. My <laughs> boyfriend and I... Well, you had gone to see it, I think, a day after we did. Yeah. We just had the afternoon free. The only matinee, by the way, any movie in LA is fucking $20 per person. Yeah. Ridiculous. Except for the Century City. Really? Yeah. It was like $7 per person. I was like, what? It was like $8. I paid $15 fucking dollars in the middle of the day at the Chinese Theater. Because that was what was showing. That wasn't a gazillion dollars. AMC and Century City. Now, mind you, it's under construction. They have removed half of the mall. I know. It's The pink top mall I used to work at is gone now. Yeah. When you go there, you can actually see this huge, vacant cement lot that they've just... That's crazy. ...decimated everything. There are no... Maybe that's why they lowered ticket prices. Because it was was not like that when I worked there. And no one was there. Yeah, I... Oh, we got the clothes. best seats. I mean, it was BJ's amazing. Clothes, pink tacos. Is, um, I'm just closed. So for for the two of us to go see a movie, it was like eighteen dollars. Well, damn. Now I know. Plus, yeah. Plus, we got a soda and like a popcorn. And, I'm a loser. And so my I boyfriend was amazing because he he literally said nothing bad about the movie at all, Aww. except what? he said. So you're lying already. Well, <laughs> well, he didn't wasn't negative. He just said he was like. The only thing about that movie was, didn't everyone know Lex Luthor was fucking crazy? Which. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have money, people just think you're eccentric. So. But he didn't disparage it at all. Just and he the really rest liked of our Wonder city. Woman. And, <laughs> and they had the big figurines, like the yeah. life size figurines there, and he took my picture by Wonder Woman. So. Really? Mm hmm. What the. Well, I know where to it's go. It's a trek to, a to go now. over to Miracle Mile and enjoy a movie. It's and there's okay, construction, and the parking lot was a nightmare. I, oh, it always it always it was. It was ridiculous. Horrible. That weird, like, three-level thing, and you go this way to go on we top. We couldn't even find the bottom. escalators for, like, it's ten minutes. horrible. Because there's so much construction, and they're doing all this stuff. Sorry, we guys real LA problems right now. I'm so sorry if you well, guys are most of our Well, most of our listeners... Live in Los Angeles. Oh, then so, you know exactly yeah. what the fuck you we're, know talking exactly about. we're talking it's about. Horrible and parking there. As a tip, if you want to see a movie like in the middle of the day or catch a matinee, AMC in Century City, take Avenue of the or it's right after Avenue of yeah. the Stars. 
the go in the talks, right hand lane. You have to go lane, early. Go, yeah. go, all, go, all go behind. Way down, all the way down and to the right. Down, go all the way I down. used to work yeah. there for a hot minute. So Just I know this because I get lost as fuck trying to find parking yeah. to go to work. It, it'll take you a hot minute to figure the parking out. Yes. So go early. But it, go early. It's a deal. Go to the $8 right. $8 for a fucking All the movie? way down to the right where the yeah. wall is painted lime green. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's not even there anymore. That wall is it's not even not? there. It's not? No. <laughs> Just everything's, kidding. Everything's been torn down. God damn it. Okay, Give yourself well, some extra time. Yeah. Get that 20 minutes beforehand. And right. if you, yeah, if you're listening from LA um, and you have any other little theater hotspots where you can catch a movie for like under 10 bucks, we would love to know. Now, mind you, this was like 10 bucks in the first two showings, but yeah. we would love to know it. So you can leave that on our Facebook page at the Richie Rich and What's Up podcast, or you could tweet us. You could tweet us at Richie Rich 909 or at Westifer. And if you have anything to add to this very long-winded review, or if you just want to make fun <laughs> of my total geekness, please I do I love so. it. It's adorable. Yeah. And let us know what you think of this kind of one-off. We would do this again with some yeah, shows or, or movies or whatever. So let us know what you think of the one-off. If you guys know. like it and you're into it, let us know. We'll do some more reviews. Otherwise, next time we'll be back with more trending topics and our sex question of the week thanks for listening to the rich rich and whisper show 